0: This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey.
1: Here's your host, John Keene.
0: And welcome to the show. Lots to cover as the WHL cranks up into Week 2. New head coach of the Tri-City Americans, Stu Barnes, stops by to talk about his new gig and the team's hot start. The B.C. Division will be loaded with stars this season. We'll hear from two. Import and NHL first-round pick Fabian Lysel of the Boston Bruins. Logan Stankoven of the Kamloops Blazers. Fresh off signing an NHL contract with the Dallas Stars. WHL Player of the Week is Owen Peterson of the Winnipeg Ice. More with him. And the Kelowna Rockets have planned a special tribute for their bus driver who died in a tragic accident this summer. First up. Stu Barnes, longtime part of the ownership group of the Tri-City Americans, steps behind the bench this season to guide the Americans through this season. Uh, He joins us for WHL this week. Stu, you've been uh, around hockey circles forever, a former Tri-City American. Uh, You've coached at different levels, and now you want to take on this task. What was the motivation factor for you to get behind the Americans' bench?
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, as any coach, I think you want to have as much experience as possible in different roles. I've been an assistant coach at the NHL level for over five years now and had some good experience there. And I've never been a head coach, uh, you know, beyond that. So, again, it's an opportunity to step back, be a part of an organization that uh, I know very well, obviously. And then get some good head coach experience, and uh, and hopefully have some success here.
0: Yeah, you're thrown right in the fire. Opening weekend, you had a couple of uh, wins and uh, some games that had a ton of twists and turns. It looked like, especially that game against Portland uh, in the third period, overtime, and then the shootout. That looked like a classic uh, WHL game here. What was it like opening weekend?
1: Well, it was. You're right. There was a lot of twists and turns in both of those games. Obviously, uh, you know that was a tall task. The first weekend having. Uh, you know, a very good team in Portland and Spokane, uh, you know, and uh, it was a good challenge for our team. Our guys did a real good job holding up well. Goaltending was very strong. Uh, our, com- You know, we competed hard uh, throughout the entire course of the game and, and hung-, hung on long enough to, to get the extra goal and, uh, and get the wins when it was all said and done.
0: Hey, Stu, it's nice to win, but what are you trying to build there? What's the long term plan for you behind the bench with the Americans? What are you trying to instill there?
1: Well, I think for you know, I, I think for guys that have uh, played at the junior level and gone on to be pros and and, and things like that, I think you realize that uh, first and foremost, it's important to be good teammates, good per, good people. Uh, you know, learn learn skills of uh, teamwork, hard work, uh, have a high character, uh, be a high character person, and that's really what we're what we're most concerned about is making sure our boys enjoy themselves, have a good time, learn some great lessons in life, and and, uh, and hopefully have some success, winning some hockey games, but first and foremost, uh, you know, grow up uh, and be good young men as they grow up and and continue to have a positive experience.
0: You know, Stu, that organization has always punched above its weight class when it comes to wins, uh, and and there's been some some records there in Tri-City set for regular season success. So how do you keep that going, and is there pressure to keep that going after a a down year or two there in Tri?
1: You know, I don't think so. I think, like I I just mentioned, the things that we're we're most concerned about is that uh, our group – are you know, good young men that, uh, that they continue to learn lessons in life and, and grow up and, and hopefully when they leave here they've had a great experience and they can look back and say that was uh, I grew up a lot there's a lot of positive experiences I have a lot of good friends from there and and uh, I think if you take care of that stuff I think the wins and all that other stuff uh, follow along and it takes care of itself.
0: When you look in the off season, you were dealt somewhat of of some adversity when Sasha Mutala signed a pro deal, uh, and it looks like you won't get him back here. So, when it comes to the roster formation and who you'll lean on, uh, especially for some offense here, Stu, let's let's go through that and how you plan to get that done.
1: Well, first of all, good for Sasha. You know, I think uh, that's what we're about. If we can uh, have players that uh, move on, graduate to higher levels, that's tremendous, and we're happy for Sasha. I wish him the best of luck. So, uh, you know, that's important that we mention that you know, for us, I think uh, throughout the lineup, we've had different guys uh, step up and and, uh, and play bigger roles to this point. I think Parker Bell's a name that's uh, been really good. Uh, Dwayne Jean, Jean Jr. has been good early on. Um, I think uh, Rhett Melnick has been a solid player early on. I think our veteran guys, uh, Connor Bouchard's been good. So I think we've, you know, we've got a, we've got a wide depth of scoring there. I think everybody's contributing and, and uh, I think for our success, it's going to take uh, the entire group to, to pitch in and play their part. And, and, uh, you know, they know that uh, everybody has a role and has a part in it and, uh, and they're embracing that.
0: You know, early on, it looks like the, the injury bug from 2019-20 is following your team around a little bit. I know you don't have Samuel Huo available here, but early season here and you're already, you know, looking at that uh, injury uh, roster sort of depleted yourself already here.
1: Yeah, we have. It's been a, you know, for, unfortunately a couple of our guys have had some bad luck with some injuries and so but that's also part of it and, uh, and we're making sure that we give them the time to recover and get back to 100% before they go back in and uh you know, our the rest of the guys have, have picked up the slack and played hard and hopefully we can continue that going forward and and once those guys get healthy and feeling 100%, we'll get them back in and you know, they're all uh they're all chomping and ready to get going.
0: On a personal note for you, uh, what's it like to be behind the bench that uh, on a team that you played for and, and now part of the ownership group? I mean, that's, that's a lot to be uh, involved in and have that history, and you have years there. So uh, what's that like now to be behind that bench?
1: Well, it's been enjoyable. I think it's, uh, you know, I have a long history here, obviously, playing and uh, lots of family here. Uh, my wife's family or my wife grew up here, so we've got a lot of uh, friends and family in town. So it's been enjoyable. Uh, it's been a good experience to this point. Uh, the players have been tremendous. I think they've worked really hard and, and uh, seem like they're having a lot of fun. So uh, we're enjoying it. We'll, uh, we'll continue to work at it and uh, continue to grow. And as I said, everybody get better. And hopefully, when it's all said and done, we're all a little bit better at what we do, whether we're players or coaches or, or, uh, or anything else along the way, and we have a good time. So,
0: All right, Stu. Well, you're off to a great start uh, there in Kennewick, and we appreciate your time here on WHL this week.
1: Great. Anytime.
0: You're listening to the WHL this week. Radio Edition. The Vancouver Giants were pleased to see the Boston Bruins send NHL first-round pick Fabian Lysel their way. Lysel was selected by the Giants in the 2020 CHL import draft. The Bruins made him a first-round selection, 21st overall. Now the slick Swedish forward will try to grow his game with the Giants.
2: I will just try to play my game on offensive, yeah, but they're definitely going to work in in both ends. And... uh... Yeah, just um, try to create scoring chances out there for myself and my teammates and uh, and try to win as many games as possible this year.
0: The 18-year-old is brand new to the WHL, so what does he know about the league?
2: Not too much actually. Uh, I was drafted here, it was a bit more than a year ago uh, before last season, so then I looked it up a bit and, and watched it and definitely saw that it's a good league to develop and stuff like that, so that's what I know, but uh, I don't know too much. Uh, definitely going to get to know it better as uh, the season uh, starts now.
0: Lysale will add to a Giants attack featuring NHL signed prospect Justin Sortoff and Zach Ostopchuk. I think we
2: have a lot of skillful players that creates a lot of space for ourselves. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun to start playing games.
0: Meanwhile, in Kamloops, hometown product Logan Stankoven was back for opening weekend after signing an entry level contract with the NHL's Dallas Stars. The second-round pick in this past summer's NHL draft says it was nice to get that contract finished before coming back.
3: Um, I think it was just uh, almost another sigh of relief, similar to the draft, right? Uh, just another stepping stone in my career, and um, you know, at the end of the day, I want to I want to have a career playing hockey, and um, you know, it's as much as people don't say it's a job, it's a, it's a job for for a lot of us players, and you know, we want to make it as far as as far as possible and and uh, have lots of success. So I think being able to sign a contract and and, um, you know, I guess start off on the right foot with the club is, is big. So, um, but for now, you know, I'm just going to be focused on what I can do with the Blazers here and and develop and grow as a person and as a player.
0: Stan Coven will lead the Blazers offensively, realizing he hasn't even played yet 70 games in the WHL.
3: It's only my third year. You know, I still got a, a couple more years of eligibility in this league here. And um, for now, I'm focused on, you know, what's going on with the Blazers. Um, obviously down the road, I want to crack, the squad in Dallas but for now I'm going to focus on what I can do here to get better as a player and and hopefully lead this team to uh, I guess a championship and have lots of success.
0: The former Kamloops minor hockey product has been followed in the community from a very young age.
3: Kamloops has been you know such a great place for me to play and uh, obviously you know very fortunate to play in my hometown and the fans and the community are are uh, so welcoming to me and and treat me with such respect. And, um, you know, I just want to bring success to the organization and, and, uh, you know, win a championship at, at the end of it. This is the WHL This Week, presented by Bauer
0: Hockey. The WHL, in partnership with BC Hockey, Hockey Alberta, Hockey Saskatchewan, Hockey Manitoba, and Hockey Canada, have announced the rosters for the upcoming 2021 WHL Cup in Red Deer. The 2021 WHL Cup features the top 2006-born players from BC, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba, each of whom is eligible for the 2021 WHL Prospects Draft. The Prospects Draft is scheduled to be conducted online Thursday, December 9th. Team Alberta as five-time champs at the tourney, Alberta will boast another strong roster with representation from across the province, including seven players from Calgary, six from Edmonton. Defenseman Charlie Ehlick of Calgary and Keith McInnes of Red Deer will anchor the blue line with Brock Such of Edmonton, fueling the offense up front. After claiming bronze in 2019, BC will field a strong roster, including five players from Surrey, Forwards Jordan Gavin and Caden Lindstrom will take aim as BC looks to return to the gold medal game in 2021. It was a silver medal finish in 2019 for Manitoba, proving they can compete with the best. In search of gold in 2021, the Keystone Province will be powered by 10 players from Winnipeg, including defenseman Jonas Wu. Lockport's Cole Bilowas will also help steady the blue line for Team Manitoba. A historic gold medal finish in 2019 puts the target prominently on Team Saskatchewan. They'll. Velo- to defend its WHL Cup title. Saskatchewan will rely on nine players from Saskatoon, including defenseman Tyson Butchkowski and forward Trey Wilkie. The tournament will begin Wednesday, October 20th in Red Deer. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. A hot start for the Winnipeg Ice and forward Owen Peterson. Six points on opening weekend and a pair of wins over Brandon. He's the WHL Player of the Week. He jumped on with voice of the ice, Brian Munns.
4: And here he is, the Western Hockey League's Player of the Week. We are pleased to be joined by Owen Peterson of the Winnipeg Ice. Owen, once again, congratulations. And you have the bragging rights inside the dressing room here, eh?
5: Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, thanks for having me on. Um, it was good to get noticed for the for Player of the Week. But um, obviously, with the weekend we had, a lot of guys could have had it. So it's good.
4: So were there some quick texts from some of the teammates? Or how did this whole thing play out in the last 24 hours?
5: Uh yeah, there's some text. Um my uh, Connor McClendon was the first one that sent me to it and he he was the first to say that uh he was kind of chirping me a bit saying don't let my head get too big. So he was he was kinda on me for that. But uh no, it was it was good.
4: Now I would assume that he's one of your two line mates. He's probably saying, Hey, I, I kinda helped you get this.
5: Yeah, no, he's he's asking for uh before I came on this podcast, he was asking for a shout out for it. So I'll give that shout out now. I guess he helped out.
4: Hey, Owen, what's it been like? Uh, You know, we've all been together for just over a month here now. Training camp began in early September and we're into October. The season's here. Despite the fact that your club has had tremendous success right now, let's go off the ice a little bit. And what it has been like to gear up for what's now season number three here of the Western Hockey League in Winnipeg for you and the guys?
5: Yeah, no, it's been good uh, with the, Covid bubble season last year it was nice to get back to the city move back into our billet homes and uh, get familiar with the city again you know just going for lunch with the guys playing around with the guys It's, it's nice uh nice getting back to some normal normal living instead of just uh staying in a bubble it's it's uh it's been good to be back in the city and our group of guys were so tight already um it's we gel um we have a good mix of veteran players and young guys, and we all get along well. There's a lot of good relationships in the room, so it's just been nice to get back settled in and off to a good start, and we're just looking to build off and have some fun.
4: Well, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, It's been a great start to the season, obviously, back-to-back wins over Brandon, and the Western Hockey League uh, acknowledges you as the player of the week, so thanks for joining us on this maiden voyage of season number two of Icebreaker, and we will uh, catch up again as the year goes on.
5: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
0: 22 teams, one goal. This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Kelowna Rockets bus driver Justin Bosher passed away this summer in a motorcycle accident near Kamloops. The Rockets will wear a special decal on their helmet this season with a steering wheel with the initials JB. Rockets coach Chris Millette says Justin was a teammate.
6: Absolutely, JB, much like uh, a lot of the bus drivers we've had in the past, and you can attest to as well, in Kamloops, um, they're part of your team through and through. The safety uh, of your players, knowing that someone behind the wheel like Kim was at the helm and the tragic loss for our group, and, and it was very, very important for us to, to pay some sort of tribute that we could um, and, and the guys thought a deco was a great uh, way to do that.
0: Yeah, let's talk about how this came to be. I I know that uh, it was a tough uh, late August there for everybody, the family in Kamloops, the lacrosse community, in the interior of BC as well. Uh, Justin drove your bus here, so let's go behind the scenes of the nuts and bolts of how it came together for that deco this year.
6: Well, it was just, you know, obviously uh, our players came to myself and Bruce and just said, you know, we'd love to pay tribute somehow, some way for, for Justin, in his memory, you know, so that it was just something we wanted to do. It was something that was a no-brainer for our group in regards to, you know, missing one of their teammates, much like, uh, you know, the tragedy that had happened in Edmonton with, with Caleb Reimer and obviously the younger players in Delta. And it just seems like there's always some sort uh, of tragedy going on, and it's just a way for us to say, you are a great part of our team, a huge part of our team, and, and it was just really important for our guys to to be doing it somehow, some way.
0: Many people on the outside wouldn't know the day-to-day interactions uh, with the bus driver and uh, and a hockey club, but uh, they definitely uh, reach far beyond sort of driving the bus to and from the destination.
6: Yeah. Uh, J.B. and I would text probably every uh, every couple of days. He was, he was quite comical, actually. He would send me some pretty funny notes, uh, much of our staff, and just checking in, you know, see how you're doing, big guy, and... You know, that was his fam- famous catch line and always wanted to know how your family was doing and vice versa, was, was always quick to talk about his boys and his wife and how proud he was of them. So, like I said, it, uh, you know, we connect on a different level. Our safety is in his hands and, and you know, we're around each other quite a bit. So, you're always, you're always in constant communication and I'm going to definitely miss those days.
0: Hey, that's the show. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to Brian Munns as well in Winnipeg for his help this week. I'm John Key. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL Broadcast Partners and Bauer Hockey.